Joining me right now, back on the show, is UFC flyweight contender Jillian Robertson. What's going on, Jillian? Uh, not much. You know, just uh, getting close now. We're three and a half weeks out, so uh, finishing up this fight camp strong. I'm ready. Yeah, um, it's the quickest turnaround, I think, so far in your UFC career. Were you kind of surprised by them announcing a fight so so fast after your last win? Uh, I'm definitely surprised. That, uh, they seem to have me on like a six-month schedule before <laughs> this, so... Uh, literally uh, it was two days, uh, a two day turnaround. I fought on Saturday. I had a Sunday rest day. Monday I was back in the gym and then Monday night I know about the fight. So, uh, it was like two days after my fight, I already had fight news. And so I really can't ask for anything more. That's just exactly what I want. <laughs> when they announced that you were going to fight Macy Barber, you know, what was your initial reaction to the, to the matchup? Uh, I wanted it. I I really wanted this matchup for a while. I feel like uh, she talks a lot. Uh, she's talking about a lot about girls who are irrelevant. Uh, right before we got matched up, she was talking about uh, Paige Van Zandt, Mackenzie Duran, and uh, Montana De La Rosa, saying they were all denying fights with her, which I'm pretty sure was all inaccurate. So uh, just her talking so much, saying nobody wanted to fight her, it really made me want that fight. And I know that she's a very favorable matchup for me. So it made me excited. Yeah, she seems like she's really, even now after this fight has been announced, she's really focused on Paige Van Zandt for some reason. You know, what do you think is behind that campaign to fight her? I, uh, it's understandable with Paige. Like, she's obviously the money fight. She's got a lot of publicity behind her. I think she has like a million followers on Instagram. So it's like, you get that fight, you get that publicity. But it, you got to look at the fight that's ahead of you. You got a contract signed right now. So uh, pay attention to that fight. And uh, I feel like she's kind of overlooking me. I feel like she doesn't see me as a threat as much, even though. I have just as many finishes her as her on my record. You know, I'm just as much of a threat. I just feel like she's kind of overlooking me. She also, you know, has a lot of hype surrounding her. You know, what is your thoughts on her hype? Like, you know, that everybody's kind of high on her as an undefeated fighter. Uh, I feel like she's worth for it. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's seven and now she's 20 years old. Like that is understandable why there is hype behind her. But she also hasn't had competition like me yet. She hasn't had any high-level grapplers that have uh, been there to test her yet. When you look at her, you know, and analyze her previous fights, what type of fight does she bring to the octagon that kind of gets you up in the morning to train? Um, shit, anything gets me out of bed to train in the morning. <laughs> but, um, I feel like she's a, definitely an aggressive fighter. She's really good with like, her kicks and then uh, her Muay Thai, so her elbows and her knees. She's going to come at me. Uh, a hard and wild i feel like she's gonna be uh, an aggressive fight but uh my jujitsu is just gonna be too much i feel like when we're just gonna go in there we're just gonna close the distance and grab her as soon as possible you know just get to my game plan and get me as much time as i can working on the floor yeah she is very aggressive if you you know noticed in her last couple fights it's almost like she's overly aggressive do you think that that's gonna be uh dangerous for her in this fight uh, oh, that'll, that's something that'll definitely be dangerous if it is a game plan she comes in with. Honestly, I expect her to be uh, playing a little bit more on the outside, like trying to use her footwork more and just trying to uh, come in with shot, like land like one strike at a time kind of thing. I don't feel like she's going to be necessarily as aggressive because of my takedown style. Because 
uh, you watch, she fought Ma- uh, Mallory Martin about a year ago, who's another uh, fairly well-rounded grappler. And uh, she kind of played on the outside a little bit more there. Since she's been in the UFC, all she's fought is pure strikers, girls who don't really have a, a grappling background. So she was a little bit more comfortable being that aggressive, you know? You're number 15. She's number 12. You know, you get this win over her. Where does that put you in the rankings, do you believe? Do you feel that that kind of can, can propel you into the top 10? Um, Possibly. I don't know. As, I guess the, the number doesn't really matter to me as much. I'm just, I'm in it for the fun of it, really. I just like doing this and I'm just want to keep on winning fights and uh number's going to keep on going up because I'm just going to keep on getting wins. Is there any names, you know, that are... Big names. I'm pretty sure after this, you're going to want a bigger name and, and working yourself up to that title fight. We've talked about this before, but is there any particular fighter that, you know, you would like to face maybe in the early next year or at the end of this year? Who knows? I'd love the page fight if they wanted to give me that one. <laughs> um, I'd love to take the last fight on her contract or really any girl. It doesn't matter. Like, like you said, this fight might move me up to top 10. So any girl that's going to make me push me up higher, bump me up further. I'm down for that. All right. Well, you know, the, the strawweight title switched hands, you know, UFC, yeah. UFC, Senjin, you know, Zhang Wailei, she knocked out Jessica Andrade in less than a minute. When you saw that, were you pretty shocked? Oh, I was definitely shocked. I honestly had uh, Andrade winning that. I knew Zhang was a monster, like just watching her fight, uh, Tisha Torres and watching her fight, Jessica, Jessica um, Aguilar. They both trained with American Top Team for both those camps, and uh, just watching those fights, it was th- those were rough fights for them. And so it's like obviously she showed what she was capable of, but to go in there and to do that to Andrade was definitely I didn't expect that outcome. Do you, is that kind of like your plan? You know, like how Zhang did it. She she just fought anybody. And then people started denying her, you know, like they didn't want to fight her. And then they had to just give her the title shot. Is that kind of a, a way that you want to do it? Of course. No matter what. Oh, honestly, I don't want people denying me. I want I want those fights <laughs> keep on coming in. I'm trying to be as active as possible. But um, I, I'm just trying to keep on getting finishes, trying to keep on getting girls out of there. And on I feel like it's weird to say, but I don't feel like my style looks as intimidating as it is. I feel like a lot of girls look at it and they're like, oh, I can defend that takedown or I can do this. You know, they feel like my style doesn't look as aggressive as it is. But like I said, I have six, I have six finishes. I've finished uh, six of my seven wins. So there's no way to say that it's not, you know? Well, your last finish was pretty violent i'm pretty i'm thinking that that was the most violent finish of your career right oh definitely it was my first tko and um yeah it's like even then i was just happy that i got to display my ground and pound i was still looking for the choke still looking for the submission and uh the ref said to me he was like uh i need well he said to sarah actually he was like i need more out of you froda and the second he said that i was like oh that's my cue to go so then i just started throwing more froda she tested positive the day of the event for PEDs. You know, what was your reaction when you heard the news? Uh, I guess neutral. I, mm-hmm. It kind of surprised me because I didn't, like, I didn't feel any advantage, I guess, necessarily. I didn't feel like she was really strong or anything like that. Um, but I guess, I don't know, you can't be necessarily surprised in the sport. There's a lot of it going on, but that's why I saw it as there to help keep us safe and, 
we just have to be thankful for them, I guess. She, you know, was suspended two years, but she also said that she's going to continue fighting, you know, for other promotions. When you hear that, is the penalty, you know, harsh enough? Because it seems like it's not like deterring people from taking PDs, the, the, the suspensions. Well, uh, it, it, yeah, no, because she got cut from the UFC for it. So it's like, that's a pretty big penalty in itself. It's hard to find another promotion, especially at that level. And once you do tarnish your name with something like that, getting uh, kicked out of the UFC because of PEDs and going to a promotion like Bellator or something like that's going to be harder to do. And those are the higher paying promotions. So it's going to be ha- harder to have a career in this necessarily. So even though she can keep on fighting, you know, she's probably going to, uh, and just you're not going to get a good promotion. You're not going to be making money. You're just going to be fighting bums. You are a member of American Top Team, and you know I'm pretty sure people in the gym are talking about this beef between Covington and Masvidal. <laughs> is is there tensions in American Top Team, or is it just like just between them? It's just their thing, and you guys are not even worried about it. Um. I guess I'm sort of out of that. American Top Team is such a huge gym that mm-hmm. I, I I kind of stay out of the drama. I just go in there and train, stay to myself. But um, definitely seen it online, and I uh, haven't seen them into the in the gym together yet. So there's nothing to say about that yet. All right. One last thing before I let you go. You know, there's many different types of competitors in in the UFC and MMA, you know, do you consider yourself at this point in your career, a martial artist or a prize fighter? Uh, I'd probably consider myself more of a martial artist, but I would honestly like to work into the prize fighting kind of idea of it because I do need, I actually have been working with someone to help me talk better and uh, to not be as nervous because I'm terrible in front of people. I'm terrible at talking in front of crowds. So I definitely need to work on selling myself more and becoming that figure, just uh, that icon kind of thing, like that Conor McGregor kind of thing, which I, obviously I'll never amount to that. But I want to be able to talk myself up more and be able to talk, uh, be more than just the martial artist. What do you mean you've been working with somebody to adventure? Um, there's a... Uh, what my coach Dean Thomas, he actually mm-hmm. works with the uh, ESPN West Palm, and um, I've been working with one of the uh, the communications people there, and uh, just to help me because like I have like a nervous giggle, and I uh, just the way I talk sometimes, I just to pre- present myself better. October eighteenth in te- uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Thank you so much for the time, and uh, good luck on your future. Oh, thank you so much for having me.